Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 29. Super, super excited to be here. And before we get going with the topic, I just again want to remind everyone, as I always do, what have you done today to shine a light on you? What have you done there, you know, that truly lifted your soul? And if you haven't done anything, I encourage you to do something. Maybe that is just taking 10 minutes out to have time for you, whatever that looks like. Maybe time in nature, maybe calling a friend, maybe just watching something, listening to a song that lifts your soul. Do something that is um, truly, truly nurturing you. It's really important we do that right now. And um, yeah, just to quickly introduce myself, uh, I am I am Nimesh, Nimesh Radia. I've been doing this podcast for for a couple of years now. Um, I, hopefully you've noticed that um, we are kind of doing episodes more regularly. Um, definitely plan to do that more. And we will talk about what's coming during this episode. Um, but yeah, I'm a spiritual coach, teacher, mentor, uh, also an Akashic record reader. And I just love doing the work that we're doing. I love connecting to people's souls and inspiring them to truly shine their light. The work that we've been doing recently is truly, truly inspirational. So I'm I'm on a high. Um, but yeah, before we get on to today's topic, I'm going to ask Stacey, who's joining me again today. And uh, just so everyone knows, you know, this is, it's been my podcast uh, when I when I launched it. But from my perspective, you know, Stacey's been on quite a few episodes now. So just announcing it publicly, as far as I'm concerned, this is our podcast. So welcome to Stacey and Nim's podcast. And I'm going to ask Stacey, the beautiful Stacey, the, I was, I was joke about, I'm going to introduce her on stage this way, introducing the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, Stacey Brown. Stacey, <laughs> introduce yourself. Thanks, Nims. Um, I am deeply grateful to be partnered up with you in all the different ways, all the work that we do. And this podcast has been such a blessing and really healing for me as well. Um, my name is Stacy. Uh, I'm an intuitive healer. I am a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach. I too am an Akashic record reader. And I think the most exciting thing is saying that I'm a soon to be published author. I have my manuscript with an editor right now. And the goal is to have the book out by the end of this year. So um, some exciting things happening for us, Namesh. And this this is a great place to be today. So thanks for having me again. Thank you. It definitely feels, you know, I always say to you a blessing that came to my life. You changed my life in the year that we've known each other. You're probably one of the only people um, on the planet that can expand me the way that you do. Um, I, listeners, you may have heard of Sidra Jeffrey, who's, who was my spiritual coach, teacher, mentor, who's no longer in this realm, but he's now one of my guides. And she's probably the only other person that, that I've, that, that's, that's been in my life that expands me the way that Stacey does. So Stacey, it's definitely a sole contract for us to work together and for us to expand each other and kind of do this work that we're doing. So I'm excited about this episode. Um, and to give everybody, everybody a bit of background, I'm sure you've heard us talk, you've heard me talk also about that we have four bodies, you know, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And the work that we do is really important that we work on all four bodies. It's, it's like our chakras. If you don't work on the physical side, you don't have a solid base to then build everything else on. So, you know, you, both me and Stacey talk a lot about the spiritual side, but even doing the physical work is just as much spiritual as doing the spiritual work, like the Akashi Record reading. So um, the thought we had was um, that each week we focus on one body. And when I say each week, I mean the weekly episode on this podcast, we'll be focused on one of the bodies. We'll then do um, an Instagram live. So if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see us talking about the same topic. If you follow us on Clubhouse, and you've heard us talk about Clubhouse before, again, we'll be doing the same topic because then it really allows the focus to be on that body for that week. And uh, we can kind of impart whatever knowledge we have, the conversation, what we're going through, and we'll share what we're going through in each of the body in each of the episodes. So, Stacey, I'm, I'm excited about this approach. We've been talking about it for a while. Um, but actually, I never asked you the question. Before we get on the topic, what have you done today that has lifted your soul? So um, I've been in a season of change, a lot of change. And I would say there are a couple of things that I did. The first thing was I got a great night of sleep. 
The second thing was I poured into myself uh, with exercise, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And then the third thing was I paid it forward by getting on Instagram live and um, talking with my audience about um, anxiety and some of the things that they're facing in life and then pulled some cards for them. So today my soul is definitely lifted and I feel very prepared to be on this podcast with you now in the mindset that I'm in because of the things that I did to shine my light. So now I'm going to ask you, what did you do today so far to lift your soul? Um, so I talked earlier about how, how Stacy pushes me and expands me just like I do with her. Um, one of the things I love is the night. I feel so connected to soul, but I also know that that cost comes at a price of sleep. Um, so I, I know I've got to get more sleep. So I went to sleep earlier than I normally did. I got a really good night's sleep. Um, and, um, you know, I, I also took time out to spend some time in nature today. I went for a walk before I started my work day, truly connecting to nature um, and also getting some, some exercise, some steps in too, right? So I, I was nurturing me today. And Stacey, I know you've encouraged me a lot to do that. And today's topic is is on the physical. So how do you, how do you feel about the approach we're taking, the weekly topics and uh, starting on the physical? I'm, I'm really looking forward to it because I think that sometimes when we say that we are spiritual mentors, um, people don't realize how connected the four bodies are. And, um, I would encourage you if you're, if you're listening to this to maybe do a little inventory of where you are in each one of your bodies. And, um, you know, when you break it down, if you're not nurturing all four, it's, it's going to be impossible to be in, in alignment and living as the highest version of you. And, um, if I'm being really transparent, which, you know, I know no other way to be this, this part, the physical part has been, um, has been challenging for me. It's definitely been, um, a journey. Um, I have four children and I, grew up in a household where I remember when we were younger children, my sisters and I, that my mom um, would work out. But as we got older, I don't remember that being a priority. Once she raised us, she was very consistent about walking every day. And my grandfather was the same way. But I don't remember physical activity being necessarily something that, that I was given a consistent example of. And so, um, though I was very active as, um, a child and as a teenager through, um, sports and activities in school, once I got married and I started having children, it wasn't a priority for me. And, uh, my youngest daughter is nine. And after she was born, um, it, it was a huge adjustment to have a baby because there was a 10 year gap between my third child and my fourth child. And I was uh, self-employed. So I was running a business. I was also homeschooling my teenage daughter at the time and had a newborn. So my life was really, really busy. Um, I love to cook. So I would make meals that were um, like home cooking. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't focusing on whole foods and dietary needs at that time. And by the time my daughter, my youngest was a year old, um, I went to the doctor for a, a routine physical exam. And, um, at that time, the doctor used to fill out your paperwork from the appointment and you would walk to the front desk with it. And I glanced down at the paperwork and it said it, it she had the box checked that said obesity counseling. And I looked at the weight, the number on the, uh, that she had weighed me. And I weighed more a year postpartum than I did nine months pregnant. And I, I was devastated. I was so busy taking care of everyone else that I didn't even have the awareness that I had gained that weight. And I decided that I was going to do what I could when I could. And for me, it started with um, very short walks 
on the treadmill that I had sitting in the basement. And I began to find that that time, Namesh, that I took for myself, it became sacred. I recognized that I was able to walk and kind of tune into my thoughts a little bit more. And I felt connected. As I began to walk, I started challenging myself to jog for short distances of time. And the bonus was that I started to lose weight. But the motivator for me was that in my busy life, I was very intentionally taking space for myself and I could feel more connected. Um, Fast forward a couple of years of consistent discipline and exercise and time at the gym, I was able to complete multiple half marathons. And then the extreme goal of completing a marathon, which is 26.2 miles. Um, And I crossed the finish line of that. I'm not going to say I was fast, Nims, because I was not. But I found this deep um, connection for me. I had a lot of conversations with God on those runs. I had a lot of intuitive impressions and a lot of healing happened for me in that space. So it was a beautiful season, but just like any season, you know, it was kind of halted in that I started facing some new challenges with my kids. And the one thing that I did for myself, I stopped doing, I stopped running. And it was really hard to get started again. Um, You know, a few years older, um, a lot more stress, but I, I'm nowhere near where I was during that time, but I am absolutely aware of the connection that I feel with myself and with my higher power when I take that time out for myself. And so part of my commitment to myself in this season of healing has been to get back to what I know. And what I know is that when I move my body, I am more aware of myself mentally and emotionally and spiritually. And so I have had to find a way in this new season that looks very different to create that connection. And um, we've been both talking a lot about that and what that looks like. We have for sure. And, you know, I want to talk a bit more about the physical before I go there. It's 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 so interesting with you. I can see how much more motivated you are when you have, you know, done done, done some exercise and you've had good sleep and you're you're a powerful soul and you definitely keep me on my toes. But it's like when you do that, you're different. You have a different energy. You have a different vibration. And the reason I'm sharing that is I want others to think of the same thing. How do you feel when you when you take time out for you when you do something which is movement? Because the end of the day, in today's world. I mean, I spend a lot of my time in front of the screen, right, on calls, et cetera. And it's that, you know, whereas before the lockdown and stuff, a lot of the time I was on calls, but I didn't have to be on video. So I'd be, I'd have my headphones or my AirPods or whatever and just be walking around. But in this new season, everybody's on video. So it's that it's not as easy to do that. So it's really important to take the time out. Um, But just to talk about the physical on, 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 from a spiritual perspective, a little bit, it's that. You know, we, we are on a spiritual journey. We're a soul that's having a human experience. But the vessel that we're in, our human body, is 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 important to um, to truly be nurtured because without a solid base of your physical body, like I said earlier, it's really hard to do the spiritual work because if you're if you're you're feeling tired all the time, if you're feeling drained, if you don't have that connection, it's then really hard to kind of get the connections that you need. And, you know, we were talking about my journey over the weekend and it's, I mean, in my life, um, I know, like I know that early on, and I had this conversation on spiritual mentor many times, I made a decision to be big. And the reason I did that was when I was growing up, and we shared this in the last couple of episodes, but when I was growing up, I didn't have a voice. So I I made a decision, the only way I was going to be heard was to be big. And partly it was also to, to, to protect me, but... I now know that I don't need that protection. And through my life, I've, I've done a lot of things to, to lose this weight. And it's that, um, 
tried everything, personal trainers, whatever, and it's that. I know certain things that work, but again, at the same time, I stopped doing it too. And you don't realize it's like, I mean, I love the spiritual work and I, you know, I feel strong on the spiritual side, but I kind of almost some way autopilot, I, I neglected the physical side. And, you know, I'm definitely trying to get back into that. And just, you know, I've, we talked this morning about me spending time in nature and, you know, so I've made some changes um, to really get that consistency, to schedule it, to have a schedule because that schedule is really porn. But the other thing that I've been working on is really understanding where the weight comes from. Because sometimes the weight isn't physical. It's, it's, it comes from a different body and connecting with it. And I know some of my weight is ancestral. And I got to a point where I tried everything and thought, well, you know what, what's the point in trying? Because the weight's not physical. But it, it took a conversation with you and another friend to help me realize, actually, I've been doing that ancestral work to clear, clear, the, clear the trauma that I've been holding on to. But because I'm not doing the physical exercise anymore, how do I know if I've released it? And you know, I went through a phase of, of of doing daily exercise, doing daily juicing, you know, kind of doing the the, the intimate fasting, etc., and doing all the right things, and it was working. But then life gets in the way, and it's just like getting back and being consistent, but also realizing it's like when you're taking that walk, when you're doing that exercise. Consider where's your mind going? Because a lot of the time that whole process is meditative, right? It's, it's connecting you to your physical body. And when you connect to your physical body, you connect more to you. And once you, if you feel good, you look good. And then inside you start to love yourself more. And just take time out, everyone that's listening, just to consider what are some of those self-talk conversations you have? What are those conversations when you look in the mirror, you kind of, you say to yourself, and are they really healthy? And imagine you were having that same conversation with a friend, would they still be friends with you? And it's just that, you know, so some of the things we do, and it's a lot of times physical, but we do have four bodies. And that's what I'm always saying is that consider where your trauma is, but you have to nurture all four bodies. You have to do something on a regular basis to to kind of where are you? And Stacey mentioned earlier about, you know, tracking where, where we are on the four bodies. And it's not, you know, as part of the mentoring, we talk about, you know, rate your body zero to 10, zero being you know, really low, 10 being really high on all, all four of your bodies consistently just to track where you're at. But it's not always been, it's not about always being at 10 for for your bodies because that's not possible. We're going to go up and down, but it's like giving yourself insight into where you are to know where you need to work right now. And it's like, because we go through ups and downs, right? We go through um, times spiritually when we don't feel as connected, times emotionally when we're feeling lack of love, you know, times, um, you know, um, physically when we're feeling tired and we don't feel like we're nurturing it. And, you know, mentally when, you know, maybe it's just we're feeling, you know, maybe lack of abundance or lack of that we're not good enough and all that. Some of it comes from different bodies. And it, it's right. We talk about awareness in our previous podcast, but it's that once you become aware, then you can start to take action. So maybe this, this first thing you know, all our listeners can do is really just take a moment and consider where are you? If you had to rate your four bodies, where are you right now? Maybe do this. Don't do it every day. I mean, you can do it every day, but it's about regular, consistent. I would recommend doing it for 21 days and just track it. But again, it's like if you find you're physically self a four, don't, oh my God, oh my God, don't get, just understand it's your body giving you a message. Listen to the message and choose what to do would be my advice. And just, we are on a spiritual journey, and I'm happy to talk about my journey much more. Um, but it's I am determined, and even in the few days I've been doing it, I feel different. I feel, you know, and, and Stacey, you've encouraged me to do this, and I get you, and I and I just I thank you for it because, you know, we had a conversation on Saturday where you, so friends, today's Monday, so it's two days ago. Um, sometimes I forget when I'm talking. To, who knows what day people listen to this? But you know, two days ago we had this conversation and. You know, I know I was physically tired. There's been a lot going on and all that sort of stuff. But there was a level of tiredness in all four of my bodies that I didn't realize. And, you know, you you helped me realize that. And maybe that's that's what I'm asking everyone else to do is truly to take a moment and realize. Because sometimes we're physically tired and sure we can get some rest and all the rest of it. But it's that, where is that tiredness? Is it all four of your bodies? What do you need to do to nurture? And maybe, maybe you're thinking, well, you know, I haven't got time. Everyone has 10 minutes to do something for themselves. And once you spend 10 minutes doing something for yourself, 
every day, that 10 minutes grows to 15, maybe 20. Because the universe and everything, everything in your external is a result of your internal. If you start nurturing your internal, your external start changes. And the universe will meet you halfway. You just need to take some action. And the universe is ready, waiting to step in to, to truly help us. So, Stacey, I've shared a lot. I've been talking for a while. You can tell it's a topic that, that is close, near and dear to my heart. Um, but, you know, you everything you've, you've been through in you know, the last few months, we've talked about it. But, again, I, I, I notice, I'm sure you notice in me, that when you do the exercise, when you do that physical care, it makes such a difference for both of us. Yeah, I mean, I... <clears throat> I uh, was listening to you just now talk about how you um, wanted to be big. It was a decision. <clears throat> and um, it's interesting because this is so uncomfortable to talk about, but <clears throat> I think I made a decision to be small. Um, I'm sure if there are women listening to this, they probably feel similar. I, um, I have struggled in my upbringing with my relationship with food. Um, I've actually never talked about this publicly, so this is super uncomfortable. I can feel myself sweating. Um, but I know that there are other people who struggle with the same issue. And so my goal, whenever I speak is to bring truth. And I don't ever want to misrepresent the challenges that I have faced and that I know others are facing. And um, I had a mom who absolutely had issues with food, with her relationship with food. Um, and I learned from her, from that environment. And I have used food to comfort me. I have used deprivation of food to punish me. And it has taken me a long time to navigate through that because so much of it was like childhood stuff that was deeply ingrained in me. And I think that culturally, women are given the message on a pretty consistent basis that the smaller you are, the more attractive you are. Um, yeah, this is super uncomfortable. Um, but when you talked about like the decision to be bigger, it, it just hit me like right in my heart center that for me, though it was a different journey, it's still similar in that. It was like this desire to be smaller and having kids really changed that for me. Right. And I, I didn't have that awareness of, of my body. And when I was running, um, and training for the races that I was in, I was burning a ton of calories and to then go through a, a season after being in the best shape of my life. I mean, at 40 years old, I was in the best shape of my entire life. And I put all of that on the back burner to take care of my son when he was struggling with his issues. And I was in survival mode. And I started to gain back the weight that I had lost. And I, I would say that I went through like a bit of a, an identity crisis because the habits that I had worked so hard to instill in my life became non-existent. And as I ventured into this season of kind of this reset of how am I going to take care of myself now? Like now, you know, my, my son is, is healing and he lives in a different state. Uh, my marriage has ended. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to show up for myself in this season. I've had to really take a, a close look at not only my physical activity, but my relationship with food. And I know, like I know, because we work with so many different people that a lot of people struggle with this. And that's why I'm, I want to be open about it. Um, I, for me, 
I know that I want to be the best version of me. And I know that when I take the time out for the physical activity, I feel better. But I'm also very aware that I am not in this season getting out for a run or a walk or being physically active with the goal being the number on the scale. The goal now in this season is for me to very intentionally take time out for myself and allow my body the respect and the love that it deserves by giving it attention. And it's taken me almost 46 years to get to this place. But I am so aware that when I do take the time out for myself and I do use food as fuel versus um, self-medicating with it or depriving myself, it, it changes everything. It changes the way that I interact in my business. It changes the way that I show up as a mother for my children. It changes my, my mental state. You know, Mamesh, you and I have talked, I, I've struggled with mental health and at some point we'll, we'll go into the mental body, but it impacts all of those areas. And I think it's so important for us to understand that yes, we have four bodies, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual, but they're all connected. They're all connected. And when we show up for ourselves in each of those four areas, it has a ripple effect. It does, for sure. And a couple of things you said, which are really important, is what's what's our intention? Everything always starts with our intention. And it's that this is a difficult topic for some people in terms of the physical, because I'm sure there's some people out there that are listening and say, I've tried everything and I'm just, you almost don't want to start because you don't you don't have hope and it's that you now what is your intention and it's like if you're trying to um i don't like to talk about losing weight my mentor was used to talk about giving weight away right there's a lot of people in the world starving so maybe you think change the dynamic and you talk about giving the weight away but it's that there's an emotion attached when you tried lots of things and i can totally relate that it's like what is the point but you just talked about your intention you talked about your intention of doing it for you. And, you know, maybe that's something um, we should all try, right? Is that, is what is your intention for you working on your physical? Because even those that, you know, perceptively may look physically fit, you know, if, if they've been um, maybe not using the right things, feeding themselves the right things, it's that underneath the core, are we fit? And it's our intention and what, what we feed ourselves, not just food-wise, but what you watch, who we talk to, that really is what measures us. And um, the other thing that we talked about, which is, again, really important, is maybe asking our listeners to just take a time out and just, just consider what decisions do you make as a child that are influencing you today. And you know, it's, it's, always, it's always, always, always about becoming aware. Because without awareness, you can't change anything. And if we're just going through a cycle of keep doing the same thing, as it will say, definition of insanity, as Einstein would say, and it's keep doing the same thing, expect a different set of results. We've got to try something different. And what if we try to really focus on loving our physical body? Because so often we, 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 we're trying to lose weight, give it away, whatever you want to say, because we worry about what other people think of us. When if we can truly take time out and start to love ourselves, you know, we talk about mirror work in, in the earlier episode. For me, mirror work is looking in the mirror and truly connecting to your soul and saying, I love you. And it's like when you do that, you start to love yourself from inside. And, you know, if we can truly love ourselves from inside and truly work on our physical body for us and nobody else and start with that intention, maybe we get a different answer. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's just so, it, it's just so cool when we do that. And, you know, um, you know, it's just that, just being present with ourselves and just being kind to ourselves, watching our, our self-talk. And, and again, I make it sound easy and maybe, I'm, maybe we're triggering people with this conversation, but 
you're listening, you're listening to this conversation for a reason. I'm really well, hoping- and the, here's the thing. If we trigger people, that's a good thing, right? It, that's a good is, thing. It is as long as they do something about it, right? Which is what I was going to. It's like, if we're triggering you, you're here for a reason. Look in the mirror and just have, have that and just start to fall in love with you and just be connected and, you know, just kind of, and the other thing actually Stacey did with, um, you know, you couldn't see her, which is why you didn't notice, but when she started talking about her, what happened when she was younger, she went she went on mute for a while because she started coughing. And see, that's what happens sometimes when we start speaking our truth. Our physical body reacts. Mm-hmm. And it's because you're speaking your truth. And all of a sudden, your body's like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. And it's that. So our body gives us so, so many signals. And so if you're feeling tired, yes, get some sleep, but also maybe get some movement, which may sound counterproductive. I'm tired and you want me to move. But I know, speaking for myself, is that when I'm tired and I start to move more regularly, I start to feel the energy. And this season that we've just been in has been draining, right? There's been a lot of stuff going on energetically, um, you know, even COVID, post-COVID, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. There's been a lot of drain on our energy. And even if you look at just recently, the day we recorded this, but last week was Lionsgate. It was a full moon. It was a super moon. All of that stuff does drain us. And it's that when we nurture ourselves, when we nurture our four bodies, we get energized and we feel more energy. So it's it's that it's it's like a circle, vicious circle. We've got to work against that vicious circle sometimes to truly start to inspire ourselves and start to get. And when you see you get that momentum, Keep it, but you know, the habit takes at least 21 days of consistent action to form. So again, I'll challenge everyone on this listening. What, what, what action can you take today? What commitment can you make for yourself? And always, always do this for yourself. What can you commit to, to, to do regularly? And I'll tell you what, what I've committed to do regularly, um, sharing, sharing publicly. Um, but I will do 10,000 steps and I've done it before. So I know I can do it. I will do 10,000 steps regularly to begin with. I will do the intimate fasting. So I will, you know, only eat for eight hours during the day. Um, I commit to getting more sleep and, um, using that. I mean, you know, I have, I'm blessed by having a lot of nature around me so I can go for walks and connect to nature. Um, but I, I realized the things I was doing and I don't understand why we do it. The things I was doing that were working for some, some reason I stopped. So again, maybe that's another thing. The things that were working for you in the past. Why did you stop doing them? And don't even ask why. We just start them again and, and make a commitment to do it consistently. And by all means, DM us, right? Let us know how you're getting on. We'd love to hear from you. And um, you know, Stacey, you're a great example. You talk about um, things you've done and all that sort of stuff. You know, I don't mind saying publicly. You know, you 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 look good. You there's lots that you've been doing for yourself. Your energy, your vibration is different. So, you know, your energy's always been great. But it's that you know. Which bodies spiritually we've always connected. It had that soul connection, and the spiritual work we do is amazing. But it is such a simple thing. But for working on all four bodies, starting with our physical, is super super important. And I, you know, I admit there's a there's a part of me that got so busy on the spiritual side with work and everything else that I neglected my physical side. But you, you as a friend that you are, and you know the mentor you are, kind of pointed that out. But you pointed out because you've been working on you. And you realize the impact it had on you. So I just want to applaud you for doing that. Um, and I'm really hoping, even if we change one person with this conversation, then that's the we've achieved what we're here to do. Because um, I always say my purpose is is to is to anyone that I connect with leave them better than a family. You know, I think it's also um, important to say it's not just the food we eat or the exercise that we do. Um, you know, I grew up in um, a household where I, my dad used to do a lot of TV interviews and um, he introduced me to the makeup brand that the makeup artists would use on him um, during his interviews. And so he took my sister and I to the store where that they sold that makeup and my exposure to makeup started as like a late teenager. And, um, you know, you're going to think, well, makeup, what, what does that have to do with anything? But let me explain. Um, for me, getting in front of the mirror in that peaceful time and methodically putting on my makeup 
and caring for myself just became something that I really formed this sort of attachment to that I, I really liked the process of caring for myself in that way. And it has been something that even in adulthood, when I take the time to be by myself, you know, at my makeup table and, you know, putting a fresh face of makeup on just boosts my self-confidence. And when COVID happened and we were all on lockdown, I was still recovering from the trauma that I had been through in with my son. And um, I had had a surgery that went wrong and I had spent months in bed and, you know, COVID hit, I was introduced to a beauty brand and I would get on camera every day on Facebook live and do my makeup and encourage women to love themselves. And the interesting thing is, is when you go live, you're looking at yourself in the camera. <laughs> so I'm encouraging the audience to love themselves, but I'm literally giving myself a pep talk every day through my love of makeup and skincare. And I'm talking about this because the physical body, we can give attention to it in a variety of ways, right? Whether it's that, you know, I mean, Nims, you just had a family wedding and you got to dress up smart and, you know, everybody was complimenting your new uh, profile picture on social media and your tuxedo and it boosts your confidence when you're, when you're dressed up for an event like that and you put yourself together. And so I would also encourage our listeners to think about those other things, those things that you find relaxing or that, that boost your confidence. So not just the exercise or the way that we eat, but what else are you doing to show up for yourself? You know, what are, what are you doing to nurture that physical body? <clears throat> for me, makeup is a part of that. And it's been something that's therapeutic and relaxing and in a busy schedule with kids and, and the demands of work, et cetera. It's a little bit of time that I carve out to love on my physical body. And again, it's not that I'm covering anything up or that I, you know, am obsessed. I have to wear makeup. No, it's the act of taking the time to put my makeup on and what it feels like when I take that time for myself. So I, I want to encourage all of our listeners to branch out and think about the variety of ways that you can give attention to your physical body. I love that. And Stace, I love how, you know, when you do the makeup, actually you're doing it for you and you put the intention out there because it makes you feel good. So maybe as, as we encourage our, our listeners to think about that is, is really consider when you, when you look good, how does it make you feel? And when you look good, are you doing it for you or are you doing it for someone else? And what if, you know, Stacey, you sometimes do your makeup just because you want to feel good, you know, going, you know, maybe you haven't got any plans or maybe, you know, whatever that is, but it's just that it makes you feel good. So, and I've seen you, you know, sometimes you go live when you're doing this stuff and it's that it's a meditative process for you. You go into a state of, so again, all for all of listeners, consider what do you do that makes you go into that meditative process? Maybe it's going for a walk, maybe it's doing your makeup, maybe... Now, some of us do it while, while we're driving. And obviously, physical activity is, 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 is not necessarily driving. But if, if that's a meditative for you, then enjoy that process. And just it's always, always, always about, about your intention and doing it for you. Yeah, I think, I think it's very easy to say if you're doing it for someone else, you're probably not going to have long-term success with any decisions you make because – the motivation and the inspiration has to come from within and it has to be something that you're doing that makes you feel good. I would say when I do my makeup, I'm not thinking about what other people are going to think about me and how they perceive what I look like with the makeup on. It's that I'm taking the time out for myself and I'm doing something that I then feel good about. Even the process of applying it is therapeutic for me, let alone the end result. Right. But like, what are those things? Um, even like my nighttime routine nims, like I, I kind of get teased because I have like a nighttime, like ritual routine of what I do. And it's everything from like 
the brushing and flossing of my teeth every night to the washing of my face to the applying my skincare. No one is seeing that routine, but there's something for me that's very therapeutic in that process of taking that quiet time to decompress and, and again, care for my physical body. And I think in this season, probably because of all the change I'm going through in my personal life, I am very aware that without putting time and attention into my physical body, I am not going to be able to be here healthy and showing up for me and and for the people I want to impact in the way that I want to, if I don't care for the vessel that holds my soul. And this body has been through a lot. This body has been through all kinds of surgeries and ailments and childbirth and, you know, stress and trauma. And she deserves, she deserves to be honored for all that she's been through and to be nurtured so that she can continue to show up. And when I kind of separate myself, like I am right now and talking about myself in the third person, I I can really feel the importance of that. And it's not easy. It is not easy. There are years of programming, decades of of things that I have had to um, unpack and release those stories that I've told myself that if I'm smaller, that that then makes me prettier. I now know that what I am doing is showing up for me because it feels good to me and it allows me to perform on a greater scale. So just a, for example, friends, um, I know how much sleep I need at night and Namesh and I talk about this because we're so different. I need seven to eight hours of solid sleep a night in order to get up the next day and be able to function. And last night I was in bed and lights out at 10 PM and I woke up at 6:15. and because I got that rest, I was then able to get the exercise in because I was rested and in the right headspace. And so I think it's super important to dial in on when do you feel like the healthiest version of you? And if you don't know how to get to that healthiest version of you, who can help you in that process? Who can guide you? Maybe you need a personal trainer, somebody who can show you how to move your body. Maybe you need a class where there's an instructor showing you how to move your body. Not for everybody, it's not going to be the same answer, right? I mean, I've had people say to me over the years, like running, I could never do that. I could never do that. That's not something I could do. And that's okay. But what speaks to your body? What allows you specifically to feel good in your physical body and allow you to show up the way that you want and need to? I think that's the question because for everybody, the answer is going to be different. And I love that. I love that. Um, just also, so I know I've done this before myself is, is don't wait. You know, sometimes I'll tell myself, you know what? I'll find a personal trainer. Then I'll start. Oh, I'll get this machinery or okay, I'll do this. I'll do that. Then I'll start. hundred percent recommend you getting a personal trainer, whatever's right for you. But I would also encourage you to move today. Do something today, start some activity, start some to actually send your, because what it does, it sends your body a signal that you're serious and then do something consistent. By all means, add stuff to it, get a personal trainer, whatever. But every, when you listen to something like this, what your commitment is to yourself, do something from now is really important. And then sure, then add to it and get something, you know, the other question, and I, the reason I ask is that it's very personal to me too, is what 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 have you not done or what are you stopping yourself from doing because you feel tired, because you don't feel physically fit? What is that? What, what, and it's maybe it's a difficult conversation. What is it costing you in terms of you living your life and what could you do if you felt more alive, you felt the energy, you felt physically fitter? I know, you know, I've, I've had the benefit of visiting different countries, et cetera, and I know I could have experienced more if I was physically fit. And I get that. I haven't got a time machine, so I can't change that, but I can change that moving forward. 
I can choose to experience more of my life because the physical body is, is important. It's like even if you want to visit spiritual sites, let's say you want to get that connection to source. Some of these sites are hard to get to. So being physically fit, it also helps you get there. So it's that everything is connected and how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so you know, a lot of people are, are going through some sort of spiritual awakening, whatever that, whatever you want to call it. But at the same time, to build your connection to source, to spiritually awaken and to feel your your messages and you feeling good about yourself, you feeling alive, you feeling fit, you you know breathing in the right sort of way, it's all connected. So friends, I would encourage you to consider what can you do today for your physical well-being and set the intention and do it for you. In the last two episodes, we've asked, where are you on your list? What I, what, what I mean by that question is if you were to prioritize every everybody in your life, where do you come on that list of priority? Today is the day where you put you at the top of that list and pick something where you can do for yourself that gets you moving, gets you taking action, gets you doing something different. Definition of insanity, as Stacey said earlier, is doing the same thing, expect a different set of results. So what are you going to do differently in this moment? And do it for you. Do it for nobody else. And, and maybe say it out loud, you know, today I make a commitment to me and I am going to do whatever that is. And it could even be a five, ten minute walk to begin with. In nature, it could even be, you know, just if it's raining outside and you don't want to go in the rain, then walk around your house or, you know, whatever that may look like, but do something for you. Yeah, I think it's super important to say, and I feel like you're touching on this right now, is that you've got to set realistic goals and expectations for yourself. I didn't get on the treadmill, you know, at, after the, the visit with the doctor and say, I'm going to run a marathon. If somebody had told me that I was going to run a marathon a couple of years later, I would never have believed them. I think that it starts with small steps and consistency. So like you're saying, Namesh, what can you do in five or 10 minutes today to show up for yourself? You know, maybe it's sitting on the floor while your kids are playing and stretching, you know, maybe it's turning on your favorite song and dancing around your living room. But the point is, is that if you, if you go into this new season of kind of resetting your physical body and you say, I'm going to run a marathon, you're going to get discouraged because you're missing all the steps in between and wherever you are, it's about starting and having a realistic expectation for yourself. I mean, I know for me right now, if I were to try to go out and run a marathon today or tomorrow, I'm not in the same physical shape that I was five years ago when I ran the marathon, but I can consistently show up and do several miles in a day. And that's realistic for me right now. So I think it's about creating realistic goals with consistency in how you show up for yourself. And and, and I think that that's so important because I think so many of us, you know, we go into a season where we fall off the wagon of committing to our physical body. And when we can't do what we used to be able to do, we give up and we say, oh, I, I can't do it. I can't do what I did four years ago. So I'm just not going to do it. But the point is, is that you have today and today is a new day. And I've been quoting this movie. I, I love the movie, Anne of Green Gables. And she wakes up in the morning and she says, today is a new day, fresh with no mistakes. And it's like every day you have the chance, the opportunity and the ability to recommit to showing up for yourself. And so wherever you are in the journey, it's okay. Just get started again. And know that you're recommitting to yourself and set a realistic goal for yourself of how you're going to show up. Because it, I know so many of us are all or nothing. I know I am, right? Like that's, <laughs> that's been my nature is all or nothing, all or nothing. You got to do something to your property, right? Yeah. If you're, yeah. But in this season, I'm aware that if I don't set the realistic goals for myself, I'm going to get frustrated and I'm going to want to give up. And for me right now, I know when I consistently show up for my physical body, I'm better in all the other bodies as well. I, I think that consistency is the really important piece. And we've talked about this, right? And it's like when you're on the treadmill, it's not like you're enjoying yourself on the treadmill, but you may listen to music, you may have a conversation, you may be present. 
but actually it's how you feel afterwards. 100%. Focus on the outcome, right? How does it make you feel? And, you know, sometimes we start something and maybe we weigh ourselves or whatever, but it's that consistent behavior of doing this and just stay the course. You know, it's that, you know, as you say, you can't, you, you can't start running today and expect to run a marathon, right? But you can, you can start making some physical activity today and start to feel good about yourself because you've made progress. Mm-hmm. Over time, you'll start to realize how your body feels. And it's that, you know, focus on week by week, focus on day by day. Because again, if you focus on a year right, et cetera, you may get discouraged because you may not be achieving the goal that you think you need to. But it's that if you put the intention out there that, you know what, I want to work on me. I want to do something for me because I want to experience life and do it for you. Maybe your objective over time is to run a marathon. Maybe who knows, but it's that if you just focus on living your life to the max and being intentional for doing it for you and just you, sure, it has an impact on, on your family and the rest of it. And maybe you also think about that. You know, if you've got kids, you think, you know what, imagine how much more running around you can do with your kids and but have fun with it. Have some outcomes. Because so often we start this sort of stuff and we're mega serious about it. We have this intention. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But it's like, unless we make it enjoyable, unless we focus on the outcome of what it means and start to start to truly feel and experience with that, there's every chance that you won't be consistent because you see it as a chore. You see it as a work. Whereas that, if you change the focus and you do make it for you and you make it because I want to experience life more. I want to have more, more, more outdoor fun with the kids because I want to feel more alive about who I am so I can achieve my destiny. If you start focusing on those type of things, then all of a sudden there's something in light inside you probably going to light up to help you to keep that focus. And I think the other thing to say is no one is going to make you a priority like you will. We can want other people to put us at the top of their list we can, you know, feel the love from other people. But at the end of the day, it's you looking you in the mirror. And you owe it to yourself to do what you can in this life, to be able to accomplish the goals and the dreams that you have for yourself. And it's everything from how we fuel our body with the food that we eat to the way that we move our body and what we surround ourselves with. And, you know, you and I have talked a lot about how our business is, is growing and booming. And I can't imagine helping people the way that we are and having the stamina to do that without both of us being committed to our physical health. Because we want to help people and we do help people from all around the world. And in order to do that, we need to be physically healthy. And um, it's, I think everybody needs that, whatever your goals are, whether it's to be a better parent or a better partner or to, to be more successful in business. When you're working towards aligning all four of these bodies, including physical, you are able to show up in the world the way you're meant to. That's beautiful. And, and I think what I what I love about doing these podcasts with you, Namesh, is that we don't talk about it like we have all of the answers. We talk about the realness of our own individual journey to get here. And I believe that when we're open and authentic about the challenges that we face, that's how we truly impact people. You know, it would be easy for me to just get on here and say, I ran a marathon and have everybody believe that I've been in tip top shape my whole life, but that wasn't the road to getting here. I had to go through my own process of recognizing that my body deserved more as did you. Yeah, And that's, that's the point is, you know, we, we're having a human experience, which means we're going to go through things, right? But it's never what happens to us. It's how we react to what happens to us. We have a choice. We have free will. And it's that we're going to we're gonna fall. It's, it is what it is. But I also feel as as mentors, um, and I talked, we were talking about this the other day, is that I, I feel that, you know, some of our challenges are going to be different, but maybe they're, we're being challenged in that way so we can help more people. And it's that, you know, when, when we're guiding others, as you said, 
we've got to make sure that we, we're shining the light the best that we can. So, but I believe there's a mentor in all of us, right? I believe all of us have a massive destiny. We've all chosen to be there here as souls. And, and nurturing this physical body we have, which is a blessing, um, is, is really, really important. I mean, I, I'll be honest, and there's, for me, a lot of the time, you know, I've, I have four bodies and I know my spiritual body wasn't always integrated to my physical body because it was separate. And it's just, and I've worked really hard to integrate that spiritual body into my physical because we are here to do something, right? And it's really important that um, we shine our light, but actually we've got to also set an example and shine our light on ourselves first. So I love, I've loved, loved this conversation. I really feel it's foundation in everything that we do. It's like a base chakra, right? You have to have a solid base. This physical body, we've come in and we've incarnated as a soul to do something. And I really feel that anyone that's listening, it was meant to listen. And, you know, we, we're going to do something different in our podcast moving forward. We're going to make sure that we leave you with an action. And today, from my perspective, say, so we haven't discussed this, but for me, the action I'd like our listeners to consider is what are you going to do today? Just the one thing. I'd love to hear from you too. What are you going to, what are you going to choose today to do today? And do consistently at least for 21 days. What physical movement are you going to do? And let us know. What do you think, Stace? I think it's awesome. I think, yeah, what is that realistic goal that you can set for yourself to show up? Um, and not just the physical activity. You know, how are you going to fuel your body? What are the realistic goals that you can make? to nurture your physical body, whether it be movement, whether it be nutrition, whether it be your water intake, whether it be the, a routine of self-care of the physical body, what routine can you commit to that's realistic for you to set for the next 21 days? And friends, we love your feedback. So please um, leave us comments and, and let us know what you're willing to commit to. Namesh and I are both in a season of committing and, uh, we will be reporting back as to how things develop for us. Um, we're going to be accountability partners for each other. And we're here to encouraging our listeners as well. And, and just to add, for sure, pick something that's realistic. But it's okay to stretch yourself a little, right? Just don't stretch yourself too much. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Like I said, in every podcast, we will make sure that we either leave you with an action, a general prompt, something along the way. Um, because otherwise you're listening to us, maybe enjoying the conversation, but unless you take action from the conversation, it's just a good conversation. And um, I've already said that, you know, this podcast, actually we're getting a lot of feedback on, and I feel really blessed with, with all the feedback. So we're going to make a commitment. So I'm, we're going to make a commitment that we will release a podcast every Monday. So every Sunday night, we'll post a podcast that will be live for you on Monday morning. So you can, we, we're showing up consistently too. And as I was saying earlier, we're going to, for the next four weeks, we're going to start with physical, then we'll move on to the mental, like the week after, then we'll move on to emotional, then we'll move on to spiritual. But I'll, we also encourage you, we're going to pick the same topics as we go live on Instagram, various times of during the week. We're going to pick the same topic on the room that we have on Tuesday night on Clubhouse. So we encourage you, if you're listening to this podcast, join us in these other platforms. Join the conversation, help us kind of, you know, and just see us on different platforms, hear about the same thing, because we want to impact change. And, you know, we, we made a commitment to consistently show up for ourselves, but also consistently show up for everyone that's listening. Um, I'd love for you to um, recommend this podcast, rate it, uh, give us a comment on it. If that helps other people listen to it. Um, would love feedback on on the, the approach that we're taking in terms of the four bodies over the next few weeks. Is there anything you'd like us to cover? Then then please, please do so. And, you know, we have, I'll always post the links to our Instagram profiles, et cetera, and how you can connect to us. We love that feedback. We've been getting a lot of it recently. And, um, and it's good to know people are listening. I feel so blessed um, when I, you know, see the comments and I lift my soul, right? It means that, um, my voice, which I know is my gift, is, is being heard. And wow, couldn't ask for anything more, right? So thank you, thank you, thank you. Stace, it's always a pleasure to have you on with me. You're such a blessing. You have such a bright light. You have such an amazing soul. You're a light that's shining super, super bright and it's keeping me on my toes for sure. And I'm going to let you close out this episode. So Stace, over to you. 
Thank you so much for having me here, Namesh. You know, I I spent so many years of my life being um, pretty self-conscious of my voice. And here I am feeling like my calling is to use my voice. And I feel deeply blessed that God brought you into my life a year ago and that we have the opportunity to impact people, to inspire them, to awaken to their soul's purpose. This podcast is a huge blessing to me. I feel like as I'm navigating through this really unique season, it's a blessing to have a platform where I can pour into other people the way that I I want to and I desire to and I feel as my soul's calling. So thank you for having me here. We're so grateful for our listeners and we'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you, everyone. Sending everyone lots and lots of love and light. We love you all very dearly. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to continuing with this podcast. Bye for now.